KISS PR Brand Story Podcast. Amplify your stories by getting you featured in large news outlets like Associated Press, Yahoo News, Fox, NBC, ABC News Affiliates, over 500 news sites submitted to Bloomberg, journalists, bloggers, and now the podcast. Feature story is... Hello, everyone. Once again, we are here today on the Subject Matter Expert Podcast. Today, I have a great treat for you. And I am typically interviewing people that are from different walks of life, but I've never, ever interviewed a rapper. And I happen to have a famous rapper who has a different background besides rapping. My guest today is Arabian Prince. Mr. Prince is an American rapper, singer, songwriter, record producer, and a DJ. But like I said, he's not just another rapper. He is a tech geek with a lot of love for closing digital divide and bringing technology to bridge the gap. And this new technology he's coming out, he's going to tell us, but he's doing something to demystify the metaverse, Web3, blockchain, NFTs, into something related to health tokens. So let me be the first one to introduce Arabian Prince. Hello, Mr. Prince. How are you today? Amazing as always. How about you? I'm great. Thank you for coming on my podcast. So tell the audience the background about you so they get to know you. And then we'll go and find out what's happening in the metaverse and what are you doing? Yeah. So let me tell you a little bit about me. I was born a poor black child. No, just kidding. That was something from The Jerk. If you remember that movie, I always say that. Technically, I was born a poor black child, Uh, born and raised in Compton, um, only child, you know, overprotective mom. And one thing having an overprotective mom that keeps you out of trouble does to an only child is make your mind wander. You know what I mean? Like I was like boxed in my room. I had crazy uncles and cousins that were doing all kind of crazy stuff in the streets. And she didn't want me to be like them. And they didn't want me to be like them. So they all surrounded me with, you know, a lot of knowledge, um, technology. You know, back then it was technology was CB radios, ham radios, you know, um, synthesizers, stereo equipment, stuff like that. So I really got in electronics as a young kid. And you know, I'll keep it short, but fast forwarding, you know, became a DJ at 14, 15 years old, um, started DJing parties and doing stuff like that. And, you know, me and my buddy, Dr. Dre and DJ Yella and a bunch of other people got together and created NWA from our love of being DJs and starting to create music. But in parallel, something that I never talked about, um, in the eighties, because I couldn't, because it wasn't cool and hip to be a tech nerd in the eighties especially when you were supposed to be a gangster rapper was, you know, I was teaching myself how to code and do animation and ended up working on over a hundred video game projects for everybody from Vivendi Universal, Fox Interactive and working with Blizzard and um, Saban on a lot of animations. I even did some of the visual effects on the first series of the Power Rangers and Silver Surfer and Adam's Family and Casper. So I had this huge tech background, which leads me to what we're going to talk about next. Wow. So you and I are from the same genre, 80s. Yeah. I came to the United States, went to Michigan State, 
And my first computer was Commodore 64. Dude, still got, I got one over here. I got a 64 and a VIC-20. VIC-20, yeah. The VIC-20 was, you know, really small one. Yep. And we used to buy our gadgets from Radio Shack. Which oh, yeah. Tell, hey, preach. Radio's Tandy, right? <laughs> Tandy. <laughs> so that's awesome. So, you know, now when you talk to some of these young kids, they don't even know because coding has become so easy. Right. But for us, you know, we we learned it the hard way, like 2,000 lines of code. Now everything is done for them. All they have to do is just write small procedures here and there and make a big application. So from your background, from music, what got you interested in the metaverse? So tell, tell the audience a little bit about metaverse because a lot of people don't understand it and how yeah. you are going to change what you're going to do do with the project that's in the pipeline? Yeah. So the metaverse is kind of like this convoluted thing because everybody has a, a different opinion on what it is. And what I tell people is the metaverse has actually been around for a very, very long time, just not named the metaverse. You know, yeah. that's a marketing thing to, you know, start this land grab and money grab, which is cool. But if you go back and you think about, you know, I'm a Dungeons and Dragons guy. I'm a RPG right. role player. Right. Role yeah. players have been living in the metaverse for the last 20 years. If you ever played EverQuest or Asheron's Call or any of these, uh, what they call MM, uh, massive multiplayer yeah. RPGs, people lived alternate lives online in these games. And you fast forward to today, you get kids who are living these alternate lives in Fortnite and in Roblox and in all of these, you know, even in um, um, what's the uh, Animal Crossing, right? Everybody's yeah. living these alternate lives. That's the metaverse is is a virtual world of the real world, right? And right. sometimes it's a virtual world of a fantasy world if people want to live in a fantasy world. So that's kind of where we're at with this. And um, some very, very high level medical professional doctor friends of mine came to me Mm -hmm. And asked me what they could do to invest in the metaverse and bring something medical. Right. Mm -hmm. And I was very honest with them. I mm -hmm. mean, I could have taken their money and, you know, thrown it in the sandbox or Decentraland or some of these other metaverses, which I jokingly say, and they can get mad at me if, at me if they want. I call mm -hmm. it Donkey Kong 2.0. Yeah. Because if you look at these platforms, they're just rehashed old game engines. And it's just a land grab. They're like, here, here's an old game engine. Come build stuff over here that doesn't look good and doesn't function well, but we're going to take your money. And I'm like, you know, let's don't do that. Let's really do something that changes the face of healthcare, decentralizes healthcare, gives access. I'm really big on giving access to inner cities, to rural communities, to people that never had a chance to have access to healthcare and decentralize it and put it in a virtual space so everyone can have the best chance at getting not only professional health care, but health and wellness and alternative health care. Right. And that's where your health token comes into play. So tell us, you are a creator of something called MDDAO. Correct. So tell us what is the MDDAO. So MDDAO, you know, MD for medical and yeah. DAO for decentralized autonomous organization, um, we decided that we didn't want to be an entity that created something and just put it out there and said, here you go. Here's what we think that you want. 
which mm-hmm. is what healthcare is now. Like somebody else said, here is what you want and you have no choice, but you have to choose this. We said, if we're going to do it right and do it from the ground up, we want um, people to help us in all walks of life. So we have a three vertical approach to MD Dow. And we said, let's get professional healthcare, let's get health and wellness, and let's get regular people to be our founders and members early on to help us build this metaverse, to actually vote on the process of what they want to see in all of these different verticals. We put a team together and we build it. And everybody who becomes a member gets tokens, they get NFTs, and they get virtual land space that they can create their own entity and their own businesses in the metaverse. And these uh, entities are going to be doctors? Doctors in one vertical. So doctors and healthcare professionals, that's one vertical. So that'll be a membership Mm -hmm. um, price that they will have to pay to be part of this. Mm -hmm. The second will be health and wellness. So that's all other forms of alternative medicine from, you know, people who make smoothies to sports medicine to um, hallucinogenic, um, you know, CBD, THC, anything alternative is another vertical. Mm -hmm. The third vertical will be regular people and patients, people who just want to live a healthier life. I call it, you know, what we're trying to do is build better humans, build healthier humans Mm -hmm. and do it as a community. That's kind of what we're trying to build. So you guys are building, if I understand this correctly, you're building an ecosystem of medical professionals and the other people that are into the supplements and, you know, fitness, anything that is not a doctor, that's another vertical. Yep. And then the, then there are the end users who are the members and whoever comes into play will get their token. And those tokens will be part of the metaverse and they can trade on them. They can buy and sell, et cetera. Yep. Trade on them. They can get perks for doing certain things. So if you have, we're partnering with some wearable companies. So if you, if we track your data, if you allow us to track your data and your information and you're doing healthier things, if you, you know, allow us to get some of your information on what you eat, how you exercise, how you sleep, things like that, you will get rewarded in tokens and NFTs for that. Um, I'm sure a lot of big companies, um, your, um, other industries like insurance companies and, you know, even your job would love to know that you're leading a more healthier life and would love to give you perks and kickbacks for doing so. So we want to be a part of that ecosystem. Right. So, yeah. So now we have been vaccinated. We have the digital dust inside us and you guys will all know what we're eating. <laughs> we'll know everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go to McDonald's says, no, man, you're too fat. Go away. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. You you laugh when you say that, but imagine this. I'm going to give you a hypothesis. So imagine, let's say you tell us that you have high blood pressure or diabetes, mm-hmm. right? In mm-hmm. your thing. You have your digital avatar, which is a mm-hmm. representation of you, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We actually build a health bar for you. So we know how healthy you technically say you are, if you're honest, right? Some people are always going to lie, you know, and mm-hmm. not tell us the truth. But if you do, Mm-hmm. And we see that, hey, maybe you shouldn't eat Twinkies and drink a two liter bottle of Sprite <laughs> at yeah. every meal. And you log what you eat if you buy, or you buy your food online in the metaverse. We can tell you or AI can say, hey, you shouldn't eat that. This is what could happen. 
you know, your health bar could go down. If you eat this as an alternative, your health bar can go up. You can be more healthier. Or if you shop online with us, we can take and edit out the foods that you shouldn't eat. You can still override it and go buy that stuff, but at least we can show you and help guide you to a healthier way of being. Because right now, no one has a clue. No one knows. It's just one of those things where we're just kind of like out there. Doctor says, don't do this. But as soon as you leave, you do that because you're depressed at what they just told you. Yeah, there are so many vertical applications like your, you know, your Apple Watch. You can connect that and you can see, okay, did you even do 10,000 steps or were you lying to us? Oh, yeah. 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 And if you did do 10,000 steps and you did a couple other things, you can receive tokens or perks or other companies will say, hey, congratulations, come get free Chipotle, you know. Yeah, well, you never know. Awesome. Or, or a protein bar. I wouldn't want to preach a Portland. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So tell tell us, uh, when is this project going to come alive? And when our audience that's listening, either now or later, when can they expect this and how will they find this? So if they go to mddow.com, so just md and d-a-o.com, um, they can get whitelisted. So this is, you know, like a shh. Don't tell everybody, but tell everybody, you know, if you get in early, um, we're only launching so many um, initial places in the first vertical. So it'll be found. We're going to call that the founders round. So all the people that come and sign up early will get like something extra and they'll get like some little founders tokens or something like that. But um, we're going to launch that very soon. Actually, fact, the website, I think, should be up in the next day or so. So by the time you launch this. It mm-hmm. will be live. So just www.mddow.com so you can get whitelisted and, you know, be the first to join. And then after that, within a few weeks later, we'll launch the main site where everybody can actually become members and start voting on what we build. We got the team waiting. We got the, you know, tech waiting. We got some amazing big partners like NVIDIA and Epic Games because we're using Omniverse and um, Unreal Engine to build this. We actually are going to create a photorealistic world with digital AI that look real, that can speak to you just like I'm speaking to you now. No more Donkey Kong 2.0. Yeah, that's awesome. So go check it out, www.mddow.com and go and read the white paper, learn more about it. And definitely if this fits you, go and invest in this technology because health is what concerns you know us. So you can have great health by joining this crypto project. Thank you, Arabian. Uh, It's great to have you. And I hope to see you uh, soon on my subject matter expert show once again. Yes, sir. We can talk about whatever you like. I know a little bit about everything and not a lot about nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our Brand Story podcast powered by KISS PR Brand Story. Want to get featured on a story like this? Visit story.kisspr.com.